Welcome back. So, Mr. Jake Spencer, yes. thank you for joining us. It's been a, a bit. It's been a little while. Another episode of the Q Sciences Podcast. Dude, this has been a long while. Yeah, so we did one with Anne not too long ago. But yeah, since we've done one, it's been, yeah, it's it's been, been a little it's bit been of time. It's been a bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, a lot has happened then since the last time <laughs> we've done a podcast. Yeah. Um, including a global pandemic. I don't know if it's been that long, but so I've heard. We haven't done anything in a while. I, I hear there's and that's that's kind of rude. I hear it's been serious out there. <laughs> that's we're just kind of pop, popping up for the first time. Yes. Like, oh, what's been going on? <laughs> what's what's happened with this thing? What's yeah. it called again? COVID night. No. Yeah. No. Reality is, it's serious, and people have lost their lives. I think it's yeah. like close to three million people globally, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it's it's uh, very serious. Serious and deal. And, and so that's why I struggle to say this, but if there's a winner in the pandemic, it's probably been s- softwares like Zoom, uh, other meeting virtual softwares, right? Um, their stock has probably skyrocketed. Mm. They're used more than they ever have been before. Correct. Um, and it's sort of been a crutch for direct sales, I would say, having this, okay. having this software, right? This ability to still meet I, I see where without this is, meeting. I see where this is going. You see where this I is going. I see what you're putting down. Yeah. I'm picking it up. So um, one of the, you know, maybe the forgotten art forms of direct sales over the last year has been hosting yes. live events, yes. right? And kind of how, what goes into that, how to do that, um, how to make them effective. Uh. And, you know, recently with the vaccine and some states and some countries opening up more there that opportunity is again available yeah to host these events so i think today i really just wanted to kind of dive in with you and get the lowdown on um planning for events hosting the event what makes an event um effective growing an events culture within your team yeah and kind of building from event to event to corporate event right 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 um so I think the first question I'll ask you is just for new ambassadors and then ambassadors who are kind of jumping back into this thing, um, what's your advice? What's the first step you would take, I guess, in creating a culture of events within your team? Okay, so I'd like to backtrack a little bit on something. Your opening monologue, mm-hmm. is that what you call it? Yeah. Okay, I'm not real articulate with my words. But. <laughs> so you said Zoom was one of the big winners. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm going to tell you this, or I'm going to state this to all of our loyal listeners. I actually believe your definition of a winner is going to be really determined by who's listening to this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Zoom, a lot of those companies have done really well because of the lack of ability to meet with people. Um, I would say there's been some great success stories in a lot of industries Mm -hmm. that the pandemic and the situation the pandemic dealt a lot of us. Um, really, I think you can kind of control three things. I think you can do pretty well at controlling your team around, around you, building a good team. Mm-hmm. I think you can control how innovative you are. As you've been a part of major company decisions, and even the guy who's filming this has as well, we have tried to be pretty innovative throughout yeah. the pandemic uh, in multiple verticals, whether it's, it's, it's our tech space, what we're mm-hmm. delivering, new products all the time, enhancements to our compensation plan, yeah. 
And I think we've been pretty innovative in the talent pool that we've brought here, which enhances number one. Mm-hmm. And then number three is being able to create a lot of value in the business model, right? So when you think about those three things, in our industry, Q's done extremely well. There's a lot of reports out how well Q's doing. So you'd say we're a winner? Absolutely. I would yeah. also say there's been a lot of winners in all areas of their life because of some of the things that the, the pandemic dealt us. Mm-hmm. I would say for a lot of people, they're probably their relationships have been enhanced by the time they've spent with kids at their in their home, grandkids. Yeah. Uh, I'd even say, like my mom has said, she's been able to Zoom more and do things. And she said to me, she said, Jacob, I think I've been able to be on Facebook or, or, or FaceTime with your children more now than when there wasn't a pandemic. Yeah, because it wasn't conscious to us that that was I can't go see right? that person. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a win. That's yeah. a win to me, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when my kids are doing something crazy and I text my mom and say, hey, can you bring this up on the FaceTime today? Because they're being <laughs> knuckleheads. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's, cool. there's some really cool things that have happened in the pandemic mm-hmm. where there's a lot of different winning that's happening. And yeah. I think that's why Q is doing so well is you've been a part of it. We've done pretty well at celebrating a lot of areas of people's lives mm-hmm. throughout this crisis. And it's really built our intrinsic value really high. Yeah. With what you're saying though, one thing was missing. Mm-hmm. And that was we deal with humans. Yeah. Yeah, there's industries where it doesn't matter if you're even in human contact. Mm-hmm. But I find it interesting that a lot of the tech-based companies here in Utah, which is now been viewed as silicone slopes, right? That's what yeah. they call it. It's the second largest tech yeah. area, right? And mm-hmm. it's interesting, all the reports that are coming out, producti- productivity for a lot of these big companies has dropped significantly since people have been home. Yeah. And it's crazy when you I'm think sure. of some of the CEOs, like one guy I was just with Tom back there, yeah. they just raised $100 million their first week on a new tech software, right? Mm-hmm. And the CEO just came out and said, um, productivity dropped, but the human element of being in the environment of our office was one of the main reasons why we think it dropped. Yeah. So now people are coming back and saying, oh, wait, it wasn't as successful as Google and these guys thought yeah. of not being at work. A lot of us have suffered immensely with not being in the workplace. Mm-hmm. You were with us when we actually took a big risk and we had a couple of events during the pandemic yeah. last June here mm-hmm. and it springboarded the company. Yeah. And then we had our very first silver summit um, our first two silver summits when there was a lot of people on lockdown and we started seeing some pretty interesting data. The data came back from our events mm-hmm. where most all the major advancements rank wise in the company, silver and higher were coming from the people who were at our silver summits. For sure. Like over 90%. It was very mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. So what that told us is a very physical game. Yeah. Yeah, that human element will never go away. No, it's not going to go away. It's like never. trying to play a, the Super Bowl over fa- Facebook. Yeah. How's that ever going to happen? It's the reason I couldn't work from home for even two weeks. You didn't make I it? Because I just needed Bro, you didn't people. Make it. I needed people around me, right? Bro, I remember getting on the Zooms with you when we were doing it, and you're Sitting like... Sitting in the bomb shelter You downstairs. were trying to like jump through the Zoom and get into the office. <laughs> yes. Was yes. that because you just missed us or you were, you were done having fun? Dude, I think, that, I think you just need that human element. Right. The friendship, the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, to motivate you and inspire you. People work better in groups, I feel like. Yeah, and so what's yeah. crazy about this business, yeah. and this is where there's a huge misconception. Yeah. You don't need a big event to have it be impactful. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are impactful. 
Yes, they're special, mm-hmm. but the the secret sauce, like the Big Mac secret sauce for many years of the industry has been a couple people gathering, yeah. setting some very attainable goals, celebrating other people's success, having a place of belonging, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Recognizing people when they do well. Yeah. And that's been the value of events for the longest time. Yeah, the training's great. Yeah. Yeah, we learned something. But right now what you're seeing in Q for these groups that are doing really well is they're having smaller type functions and events on their own again, and they're filling a major void mm-hmm. that the pandemic dealt us. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, you know, we've seen that with certain people, certain ambassadors mm. who jumped right back into it. Hosting and look events. what happened to the vol- volumes for those yes, people. Yes, and their their businesses are exploding. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say names, but I will tell you, <laughs> yeah. I will tell you yeah. that there are people who got put in timeout with the pandemic. Like, yeah. like in hockey, when you go to the penalty box, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like three or four major leaders in queue. They've been in the penalty box all the pandemic because their their mojo. Mm-hmm. is you get them in a room and they can morph and they can be a chameleon. They're so good around people. Yeah. They're so good at making people feel special. They're f- so good at motivating people. They're so good at proving what's possible. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing those people start emerging back. These It's like a zombie coming yeah. out of the grave. Like, they're, here they go, <laughs> right? It's it's crazy. But I just I just want people to know, like, yeah, big events are are crazy, and that's what the buzz is. But there is no big event without a lot of little ones first. Yeah, so let's talk about that, starting with the little events. Yep. Um, and, and kind of making that a culture within your team. Right. I, and and we would never say replace your like weekly no calls. Way. No right? way. Those are those are essential. Mm-hmm. But there's something about a rhythm of getting together, and inviting new people and seeing that excitement on their faces. Talk about how you can kind of implement that within your team. First off, I think you got to plan. You got to plan where you're going to build. Yeah. So, any major company, us included, you look at Amazon. They have distribution centers all over. Those distribution centers feed and funnel a lot of things. So I think you've got to be able to run some reports at Elite and Bronze at that beginning level, and look at some of where your heavily populated areas are. And bite the bullet and start having a small gathering in someone's home, whether it's four, five, six, seven people, on a regular basis, yeah. every 45 days. And once you're getting to silver and gold in that distribution hub, you're probably doing it once a month. And that hub is then people can use the technology because we've all become very proficient at it because of the pandemic to zoom in and use technology to view what's happening in that hub to yeah. where it inspires and empowers people to create their own hub. The first thing that people have to do is you want to build in your own backyard first. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. get social media is great. I love Facebook. I mean, it's so powerful. You can build a global business faster, quicker, more efficient or an hour. Mm-hmm. But right now, like your own backyard, you should start with some local events in the city where you live and start with six people. Yeah. And have it be an inspiration point. But you'll see, I told you this, I think three years ago, where there's a consistent event happening in markets, the attrition of volume is cut in half. It's cut in half. It's so constant and steady where there is a constant event because people just don't quit. Yeah. And if they're not quitting, they're ordering products. And, you know, I think we've talked about uh, Taryn Sarconi on here. Yep. In Michigan, Mm -hmm. just starting with small events, right? But having a consistent small event, yep, 
and that eventually has blossomed and big. into an events culture. That even she even has there. even another on a grander yeah. area would be the Dallas side. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. I yeah. Mean, with what Brandon has been doing there. Look at the. Okay. So those people are like, oh, well, of course it's Brandon. Okay. We'll take Brandon yeah. out of it. Right. Let's look at the data. The number one state mm-hmm. in Q sciences in the United States for three years has been what? It's three years running, dude. Texas. Yeah. That's crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. Because it's been the number one state that's had the most events. Mm-hmm. And we're talking growth, revenue, payout, all of it. Yeah. Right? Now think about that. Dallas, Houston, Austin, all these places. Right. And if you think about the amount of people on council, equity, and advisory. Right. And the leaders grow in those areas, right? They're in those areas. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't it. think there's anything that special about Brandon Stevens. Yeah. Comparatively to anyone else. <laughs> but what I will say, because he's, he's one of my best buddies, is <laughs> yeah. the one thing that sets apart is he's so dang consistent. Yeah. Um, for sure. One of the things, I think probably the number one concern people are going to have as they try to create an events culture is that nobody's going to show up. This is, yeah. Right? <laughs> so how do you overcome that? It's like the kid that? in high school who <laughs> yeah. wants to have a party. But yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you overcome that mental block? Um, and then maybe rebound if the attendance is, is not great the first couple times. Well, I don't believe anyone should go into an event believing you're going to have 30, 40, 50 people. Right. I think anyone's first event would be great between six and 10 people. Sure. I mean, that's a simple little training in your home, light refreshments after you've gone over the simple things of recruiting, mm-hmm. comp plan, correct customer acquisition. Maybe you're teaching some people. You're, you're showing your back office or something similar to show people how to log in and find things. And then you're going to promote the next event. Yeah. Simple event. So simple. And then when you get it going a couple months in a row or every three or four weeks, you're actually having some of the attendees start taking topics mm-hmm. to empower them. I, I don't want people thinking that your event's not successful because it doesn't have a minimum of 30 or 40 people. Yeah. Your, your big event is a reflection of how many small events are happening in the market. Mm-hmm. The reason why Dallas is going to be so big is because there's a lot of smaller get-togethers happening all over the state. Yeah, That's why the convention's going to be there. Yeah, They didn't just say, okay, we're having a big meeting and everyone shows up. There's been a lot of smaller meetings. I'm like, you think of Brandon again. Brandon has had a little gathering spot and you'll you'll see him in people's living rooms. You'll see mm-hmm. people in Chris and Wyatt's thing in, in you know, living rooms. Like, right. All those small gatherings contribute to a big gathering. So how do you do it? The first step is you have to plan it. Mm-hmm. The second step is is in your getting started process in that market, you have to have it planned and it's part of the language or the conversation yeah. multiple times a week. Hey, don't forget this date. Don't forget this date. Don't forget this date. And you got the second date picked, mm-hmm. but you don't release the second date until you're at the meeting of the of the first date. Yeah. So it's planned. Like you, most people will try to put on an event in two weeks. Mm-hmm. An event is put on in at least a month out, and it's talked about every other day on every Facebook thing on everything, so people know. That was going to be my next question: Is you know, old school, you're putting up a flyer at your church group or your gym or wherever, <laughs> right? Um, but what you're saying is, it is word of mouth. It, it is. is. Let's talk about it on all of our calls. Huh? For the next month, 
um, and then you are talking about it to the people that you're meeting. Right? Yeah, and it's so powerful because your event could be 10 people in your house and you mm-hmm. plan it for a month. And there could be a computer and you could have 30 people zoomed in for two hours in all your other marketplaces. Mm -hmm. And it's your event. That's an event. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. Right? But you can't just have an event next weekend. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, we have a huge event coming up, I think the 22nd of, we're in May, right? Yeah. And we're (laughs) launching some products. Most people are going to try to put something together on Monday. The studs, the killers have been planning something for already a month. We've already, we've told people this is ha- happening for for three months now. Well, I mean, because you're going to Dallas. That's been on the calendar for probably a month or more. Sarah's and they going, just, and they just had an event. Yep, Sarah's going to Cali. That's yep. been over. Yep. That's been over a month. Uh-huh. Marielle and those guys are in Down are in San, San, Diego. San Diego. That's yeah. been over a month. Yeah. Um, there's tons of there's Boise. There's like Illinois. There's tons of stuff that's going mm-hmm. on. Those mm-hmm. events have been planned. They've been planned. They've been talked about. Mm-hmm. People have been invited to them over and over and over again. Correct. Yeah, gotcha. Um, another thing you mentioned that you've you've mentioned it before as well is giving people kind of accountability to help you put on the event. Mm-hmm. Right. As soon as you bring them into it, give them a job and give them a job. Yeah. Then there's some responsibility yeah. there. Talk about that if you're a new ambassador or you're you know just trying to get this event's culture going. How do you? How are you assigning people? What are you assigning them to do? Yep. Topics, etc. Okay, so the big stuff you're looking at, people thinking of the big things like, oh my gosh, a hotel space. Mm-hmm. We could go into all that. What it takes yeah. to put on a big meeting that that it's going to happen next week. Right. That's not where it starts. No. Where it starts is in your living room. So obviously, from that standpoint, you're going to have someone who is bringing light refreshments. Like I remember, I cannot tell you, bro, how many donuts I've eaten <laughs> and orange juice and chocolate milk on a Saturday morning after a small event. From, That's why when you're in momentum. From 10 to 12. When you're in momentum, we can tell. Yes, when you're <laughs> yeah. in momentum, you're a little fluffy, right? <laughs> so like, that's a job. Um, yeah, yeah. If there's a packet of information or paperwork, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a job. Mm-hmm. If there's products being sampled or products being handed out yeah. for people that join that week, hence why events are so key. I think it's so important to have an event every couple of weeks because your new people are waiting for their products. If they can, if they know they're coming to an event and leaders truly do have 20% of their ownership on personal consumption, 80% for new enrollments and sampling, if someone's coming to an event and they've only been in the business for seven to 10 days, and they can leave the Saturday event mm-hmm. with some product, yeah. that's a job, Yeah, right? The topics, mm-hmm. empowering people to give their first training, that's a job, right? Cleanup, that's a job. If your event's getting big in your house, then you're probably gonna need extra chairs. Mm-hmm. That's a job. Anything and everything that can be delegated through empowerment is a great way to have people take ownership. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing about giving someone a job is they're taking ownership of what they're obviously doing. That's that's the key. That's what makes a great leader great. And that'll tell you, you know, more about them than probably anything else. Anything else. If the chairs don't make it, they're probably not gonna be a great leader in Q. 100%. And if they're all, I mean, no, like, we, we laugh. Yeah. But it's really true, like, if they're late all the time, you mm-hmm. figure out who really doesn't value other people's time yeah. 
like my mentor and my mom would always say it too. Just because you're always late doesn't mean you're busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and my mentor say, just because you're always late doesn't really mean you're busy or even productive. You <laughs> yes. could just be a complete chaos mess all the time, <laughs> right? Like plan your life, folks. Yeah. So like, it's really true. So you think about this though. You think about how crazy this is with what you learn. Mm-hmm. Right now, we have a, a strong demographic of females. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So powerful. I mean, we just celebrated Mother's Day. Yeah. But if we're on a podcast because we're getting ready to do Silver Summit and it's a little spicy up there once in a while, <laughs> I actually believe that one of the biggest challenges of our demographic is they do too much. Mm-hmm. They do it all for people all the time. Right? Yeah. A great mom is going to raise children to be positive contributors to society. The only way that's going to happen is if they learn how to tie their own shoes. That's true, man. Right? Yeah. You can't keep tying everybody's shoes. So, so many of our women have to learn to let go. They've got to give up to go up. Like you actually have to give up the responsibility to go up the tree in this thing. Like you can't just keep doing it forever. So, so delegating, even if what that person did is not super stellar, they're going to leave there feeling empowered to want to go do it again. This is going to tell you a lot about me. Probably you already know this, but like my kids come to me because they know I'm going to put on their (laughs) shoes for them. I'm going to go find their socks. I'm going to buckle them into the car. And you know how I have a hard time just like letting other people do stuff. I know, I know. Dude, I think I told you a story. Like I remember Sarah's like, can you stop tying her shoes? Yes. It was it was about Kaya's shoes, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, here comes Sam. And because I was always busy yeah. tying Kaya's shoes and getting ready to get in the car, just... Sam figured out how to do it on her own. And she'd be... She was barely walking at 10 months, bro. And she'd be out <laughs> waiting to get in the car, trying to reach the thing. And she was way more proficient. Mm-hmm. Well, then they turned into six and four. Yeah. And we're still doing way too much for the six-year-old. Yep. And the four-year-old's contributing, helping helping clean the house at night, get stuff ready to do. And the six-year-old looks around like, aren't you going to do this for me? <laughs> it's funny how life, just kind of business imitates life, right? It's so true. <laughs> this business is like raising kids. Oh, dude. So one of the, another thing I really wanted to ask you is what's the flow of the meeting? Okay. And I think maybe that's a, maybe that's an afterthought. Maybe people aren't thinking of that. You have, you know, you do your QIQ or whatever. Right. But what's the flow? Do you want people to participate with testimonials or, yeah. or other, or other options? Well, I think, I think a great flow is something that I still go to today in a, in a weekly or a Saturday training is we, we should never have a meeting, especially on a Saturday without giving the opportunity for new growth. Mm-hmm. So that would be the first thing that we do is we have an opportunity meeting where Q Sciences is obviously explained. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes tops, in that 30 minute presentation, there's probably a couple ambassadors splitting it up. Gotcha. And each ambassador's probably bringing up a testimonial, one to talk about their favorite product. And then the second ambassador is talking about the money ranks is bringing someone up to give a testimonial about the opportunity of what it's provided to them. Uh-huh. That's 30, 40 minutes, have a light break, and then training starts. Mm-hmm. First topic up is always my mindset. Okay, here's the mindset we're gonna need. And usually one of the higher paid people or the highest paid person in the room would talk on mm-hmm. mindset. Mm-hmm. Talking simple things like two to five year commitment, emotional roller coaster, 
people are going to quit. Some people are going to do it. Some people won't. This all the things that we have to learn about the business that it's actually a business and it's hard. Mm -hmm. They cover those things. Then after you're talking about the mindset side, you're probably talking compensation plans so people know what they're striving for because they're all ambassadors. Yeah. What rank they're going for, what's going to happen, what the requirements are to achieve that so they can earn the income. Then after that point, since people are then excited about the comp plan, they're mm -hmm. probably going to want to go get some people. So then you talk about sponsoring or recruiting the correct ways, bridging your prospects to a person. So then each individual has a different system, whether they're doing it through Zooms or home meetings or Messenger. They're talking about their individual system on how they're sponsoring people into the business, cover recruiting. Then you're lightly touching on products or customer ACK. Mm -hmm. Here's how to get products out, sample. Yeah. So that's your fourth topic. Your last topic is always mixed in because it's a smaller thing. It's always the recognition piece is mixed into the next event. Gotcha. You want it to go hand in hand. So here's our newest ranks. Congratulations, a certificate or whatever it's going to be or a gift card to a local restaurant. And now mm -hmm. let's talk about the next event. Gotcha. When people are, they see that, they see the belief and I'm coming back here. Events really breed and build belief. So that that's kind of the thing there is building from event to event, right? Yeah. Because you want to make sure at the end of that event, and we do it at our corporate events. Yeah. That's when we're promoting the next one, getting people excited and ready to come to that one as well. I learned something from one of my, probably one of my uh, better students or projects I've had that I was blessed to work with and mm -hmm. help him. Um, we're going to talk about this up at the cabin, but about being easy to coach, right? Mm -hmm. I caught on to something real early with him. And he had these Saturday events that were happening, and it was really weird. I, I'd walk in, I'd fly into some of his events, and we would start the training. And I'd say, how many of you are here for the first time? Tons of people would raise their hand. And I'd say, how many of you are not yet an ambassador? The same people would raise their hand. Mm -hmm. There was always tons of people, and I, I looked at him, and he goes, man, I'm, I'm, he's like, I gotta tell you something. And people thought he was Superman. He, he hit my rank in half the time that I, I did. Yeah. He goes, I have to tell you something. I am so afraid of closing. I can't close, bro. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. So he gets him in the door. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> all I do is I promote the event so big and yeah. I let the event close all my guests. Ooh. I'm like, wow. I'm like, dude, Dylan, that's amazing, bro. Yeah. And he's like, I, I he's like, and it, for me it's work because I have more presenters now than anyone else in the company. Because all we're focusing on is not worrying about who signs up on the spot. We just get into the training and they come and they like it. They see the people getting promoted. They see, they feel everything. Like, I want to be a part of this. I want this in my life. This mm -hmm. is positive. Mm -hmm. And the event trained them, inspired them, and it closed them. So we're leaving with all these people. I'm like, okay. Well, that was going to be my next question is how do you, what's the call to action? At what point are you kind of giving them the opportunity to sign up. Yeah, but and in this case it sounds like that's the what it was. It was it like, okay, you. now you all now you know what you're doing. You've all essentially been launched. There's some computers in the back of the room. Let's get you going. Let's get your ambassador yeah. number and activate everything and place your first order. It was like an assumptive close because how could you say no after what you right. just sat sat through? And I really look back on that because yeah. some of us are natural born closers and our it's not afraid to go get the money. Yeah. But what a great thought for someone brand new. It's like, I'm not gonna worry about who joins my business this week. I'm gonna worry about who jumps on my Saturday event. Yeah. As a second or third or fourth exposure. Like mm -hmm. that is something you could major and build build off of. Mm -hmm. So as you're recruiting, as you're meeting people, you know, who are not ambassadors, 
What's that call to action though? To get to invite somebody to the meeting. How do you get I think somebody new to come? I think it's non-invasive. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, hey, listen. Yeah. What did you like about what you saw? Mm-hmm. It's not what did you think. Cool. And you agree with, with what they like. I know because of our demographic. Yeah. We have a lot of women who, who want to tell people what they love the most. <laughs> Just like what they like, ladies. It's an easy thing to do. Right? So it's like, oh, my gosh, I like that too. Hey, before you make a decision, why don't you come out to our Saturday event? Or you can, mm-hmm. uh, or if you're in a far, far away, we're having it at my house, but you're in Texas, zoom in. Yeah. Make your decision based on what we are training everyone to do. Mm-hmm. Then you know the how-to part of it. And you'll be able to kind of gauge what type of income you could you could you know you could, you know, you could make. We'll send you a reminder, or well, here's the flyer to it. Yeah, it's non-invasive. It's like non-threatening. It's like, hey, come check it out. Don't even say yes yet. Right. Come check out because you're going to learn how we're doing the business, and then make your decision. Dude, I like that. How many? How long did it take you to get comfortable with that? I, I know you're a natural closer. I so didn't you close didn't that have way. A problem. No, I didn't close that way. But how did you get people? I started closing started. that way because I wasn't actually, it's a different topic. I wasn't getting a lot of presenters. Yeah. I wasn't getting a lot of people telling the Q Science's story, essentially. So you were doing it all. Yeah, I was doing it all. And I was mm-hmm. the closer. The needle moved when Jake decided to work. Yeah. So if I wasn't doing stuff, volume didn't show up. And then it was mad dash at the end of the month mm-hmm. and like I, could, I I had no time like then Sarah and I had the talk like we either do this differently or we're out of here like you know how it is like you're married like you don't really yeah. make decisions in your life they're made for you right so the reality is Chris is laughing because he's married now too like this is accepted bro like there's no masculinity in our world anymore so anyway the reality is is like I wanted more presenters I'm yeah. like I'm getting beat because there's not enough people telling the Q Science's story. Well, why? Because people are afraid to present because if no one signs up, then they think they suck. I'm like, yeah. we'll take the goal of signing up out of the presentation. That's not the end result. The end result mm-hmm. is just tell the story and say, come look again and come look again and come look again and come look again until they say yes. Because people are different. Yes. I'm the guy who's got to kick the tires. Think about it. Yeah. And then, oh, you know what? That's going to work for me. And my skill was, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm going to present to you. And I'm going to create so much value in working together. Yeah. And the comp plan, I'm going to get you set up in 10 seconds. Yeah. That was my challenge. Mm-hmm. It did not do well long term. <laughs> I just had a high paying job. <laughs> yeah. I was a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's where the leadership comes in, right? Yeah, for it's sure. Building, building leaders of, yeah. in your team. That's great. Um, let's just, uh, let's talk about the long term advantage of of building kind of that hub because we can see them in queue right we can see where these hubs are popping up and sometimes they change Mm -hmm. but you know we really have we know where our hubs are so starting with the with the with the smaller meetings yeah and then building that momentum to where a lot of that is i hate to say taking care of itself but it kind of takes care of itself number one for having that type of system is it allows you to find leaders quicker. Mm-hmm. You can't develop anyone in this in this in this world. No one yeah. is developable. Yeah. <laughs> if that's a yeah. word. <laughs> you find great people yeah. and they make you look good. Uh-huh. Let's let's be real. And because you find people, if that's really the game, some people get lucky and find people in their first couple of days or the first couple of months. And sometimes it takes a year to finally find someone in that last team that you need. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of luck involved. Sure. But the harder you work, the luckier you get. Mm-hmm. 
So it enables you to find people quicker. Yeah. Number two, having the hub, it cuts your attrition in half. Y- you know what you got by who's showing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a huge benefit. Yeah. Because then you know where to spend your time, and then your attrition volume fluctuations don't happen as often as the people who don't have any any type of yeah you know of structure. The other part of number three is, dude, humans are amazing when they get together. Mm-hmm. When they when they get together, and that's why they'll be the strongest part of your organization, is because their strength in numbers and mm-hmm. and accountability is a very real thing in the world today. And if you know you're going to show up and see friends who are excelling, you're going to get pulled along once in a while. Yeah. Like that's inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to change my life. Like what Matt just did. I've been sitting at home moping, thinking of excuses and blaming pe- people and not blaming myself because I don't want to blame myself. That's too that's too 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 hard because yeah. I have to take responsibility. But I just watched Matt change his life. Yeah. In a matter of six months by coming to these events. Like I can do better. Like the accountability factor that you, that you create as a leader by having it be a standard, mm-hmm. that's the greatest gift that you could ever give your team. And okay. sometimes the best help to give your team is no help. Dude. No help. Expound on that. Because if there's an event happening, yeah, and it's consistent, and it's on autopilot, you shouldn't have to sit there and call and remind people 50 times to come to the event and to take their life serious and mm-hmm. their business serious. Yeah. You know who you got if they they keep showing up and they're producing and doing and then they start presenting that that event because they've earned it, not because mm-hmm. you let them. Right. You know who it is and like you didn't really build their business, they built their business. You didn't build it for them so they stay around. Cuz like you're saying you had a high paying job when you were trying to and make sure everybody sucked. stayed and was taken care of and everything right. was okay. Yeah, when I just the let it go. Yeah, top. I let it go when I put the yeah. events in place. I yeah. let the leaders who earned it speak, mm-hmm. not who'd been in the longest who was the best speaker. Yeah. Man, like I didn't have to help people as much. I actually liked what I was doing and I was probably a lot easier to be around. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> I like that. Sometimes the best help you can give is no help. No help. <laughs> it's like learn learn to swim. Yeah. Just throw them in the deep throw, end. Throw them in there. That's cool. Um, that's pretty much what I had had planned. Is there anything that you would really like to add as far as, and you know, I, 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 I hesitate to say names, but I think Betsy Collard is somebody who's done great at, at jumping back into just at Emerald. holding events, right? And, 170 and people Emerald. in a room. So I think it's obvious. You look, can just look at the data and see. Betsy, Betsy and I, I would say we're, we're close. I mean, she's yeah. sending me things to ingest in my body that <laughs> will not make me any skinnier. Let's be real. They're carb-related. So if someone's, <laughs> bro- if someone's broken the barrier of sending <laughs> yeah. unhealthy food to my home, I have the right to say what I'm about to say. <laughs> Are there people in Q Sciences that yeah. are just as talented and skill set wise fulfilled as her? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. They stack out on paper. Like if you just looked at the name and what they possess, got yeah. it. Yeah. But then again, she's tenacious as hell. Mm-hmm. She is so persistent. She puts on an event and she's going to fight tooth and nail, even if it's not perfect, yeah. to put the event on and impact people's lives. Person A could have done it, and they just yeah. didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So person A can't have any grudge or disappointment or even compare themselves 
to Betsy and her new Emerald position, and she'll be Diamond, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm heading out there to do another event with her. Of that course is, I am. That's unreal, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I, she and she deserves it. Yeah. And it's from the hard work. And you, Yeah. And you know what? I'll even say this because yeah. she, she's put on some pounds for me. I put on pounds for her. She she's sent these beignets. You know, beignet? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. So anyway, I know of people who think because they've caught company momentum mm-hmm. and they've hitched their wagon to a lot of the promos that we, we run, they actually believe this or not are more talented than me mm-hmm. and Betsy. They are so talented. Like they could be an influencer mm-hmm. and they're at big ranks. Yeah. They will not be here one year from now. Yeah. Betsy will. Yeah. Because she has a commitment to the people and she sees them. She sees their eyes and they mm-hmm. see her. It's a completely different feeling. I mean, think about when you don't go to church for a month. Yeah. You do stupid shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> but then you go back. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Why did I do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's the truth. Like she doesn't matter talent. It doesn't matter yeah. how good you look or what it's it's can you impact people's lives. And there's magic when people are together. And that's why as as great as it is to have these crutches, right? But that human element, being able to just like be in the same room, uh-huh. look in somebody's eyes, feel what they're feeling, that will never change yeah it's not always positive either yeah. bro yeah you and i have had talks about personal things yeah and they're not positive talks right. about life and yeah. marriage <laughs> yes to be able to relate and sometimes right. i'm in a pity party i've been yeah. there bro you have yeah yeah it sucks yeah. yeah dude it really sucks yeah. let's go get some pizza okay yeah like seriously like to be able to relate to the grind this mm. thing is hard bro it's not easy business sucks yep but it's better than the alternative. It's what's talked about once the Zoom's turned off, right? Yes. That's when the connection is made. Yeah. yeah. We said it's the meeting after the yeah. meeting. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where the money's made. Yeah. It's the meeting after the meeting. I really like uh, where you went with all that, the feeling. Um, that's so imperative. And I wanted to end there. But I do want to talk about the difference between riding company momentum and building your own momentum through events. Talk about that difference ginormous difference Mm -hmm. your own events are the only way to create team momentum i'm gonna say it again your own events like in-person events are the only true way that team momentum can be built and you can be as powerful as a friday live where we release stuff Mm -hmm. like some people should get chills knowing where their income is gone you could be as powerful as our Friday lives or our Christmas cash or whatever it's going to be by how well you, you, you are at events. Like you could be the yeah. master of your destiny. And anything that we release takes what you've built and multiplies it by 10. Wow. If you try to build off of our announcement, mm-hmm. multiply it by two. Yeah. It, Dude, it's that's completely good. different. Yeah. If you've got it going on mm-hmm. and we release some, something, it's a 10, it's, it's a 10 X. Yeah. That's why it's so crazy. What's going to happen. Q is going to more than quadruple this year 
because some people have figured out how to get into team momentum. Yeah. And what we release is is the catalyst, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What we release should not be the catalyst for an event. It's the other way around. Gotcha. Yeah. So the, so I'm just thinking back 2020. You know that took a lot of innovation from corporate to make that happen, right? To get that growth. But now here in 2021, this is when each individual team has that opportunity to get back to live events, to build that momentum within their teams, not relying just on our company momentum, right. though that will help. Yep. And then this thing, like you're saying. It's your own business. Yeah. It's your own business. Love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jake. You're welcome, brother. For, uh, Thanks, Christopher. Glad we could tie you down for just a minute to, it's to get this It's been a while. Recorded. It's yeah. been a bit. Yeah. See anyway. everyone again in like five or six months. Yeah, <laughs> see in five months. Like November, December when we're all <laughs> eating a lot of food again. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.